another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate, comment, all greatly appreciate it. So we are discussing, finally, Secret Invasion, which dropped on uh, Disney Plus last month. So beginning of July, mid-July-ish. No, end of June, actually, into mid-July. There were six episodes. It was a weekly drop because that is what Disney Plus does. I think the first two episodes dropped at the same time, and then every episode after that was um, every week. So there will be spoilers about anything MCU-related. Like, you all should know the deal by now uh, because I do watch all of the MCU things, and we do. They're all connected, so... (laughs) I can't even predict what I'm going to say. Just know there will be spoilers. So this is going to be a shorter (laughs) episode. (laughs) I'm actually timing myself because I don't have too, too much to say about this, but there are some things that I did want to talk about uh, since I did mention that I was going to talk or discuss this show because I do, like I said, discuss everything in the MCU. So overall, this this show, Secret Invasion, has been getting a lot of not so great reviews, feedback. Um, there's been lots of opinion pieces on, you know, where do we go from here? I feel like personally, we always get to a point where everyone wants to reevaluate, like, <laughs> are we moving in the right direction? Are we sick of superhero movies? And then even more so, this time is more about did are is what does the these phases of MCU look like, which we've talked about this a little bit in some of the previous things that have dropped in phase five. Um, when we talk about post, post a, um, in game world, like what, where are we trying to get at? Um, and then of course, like as with most things, because a lot of people seem to tend to be in some sort of a controversy, there is a little bit of controversy around, Uh, Jonathan Majors, who essentially this whole phase has been built around because I believe this phase is the Kang Dynasty or something like that. I had to pull up phase five because I was just like, what is left to drop (laughs) outside of Marvel's uh, later this year? So it's just been a lot of discussion around like the MCU in general uh, and a lot of comparing what we're getting now to what we've got gotten or what we received previously and I talked about this a little bit before it's hard to to compare these new phases of the MCU to the initial phases of the MCU just because of where we were coming from with those initial phases and a lot of those core people who we were following um, are no longer a part of or heavily featured in these current phases some of them died some of them moved on so from there you have 10 years of just world building uh that they did and it's hard to compare when you're now moving away from some of those essential stories and trying to bring in new characters fresher faces younger faces it well not they're not all younger but like you get what i'm saying so to me it's hard is a little bit unfair to compare um now to then but there have been some missteps and I've I've discussed everything in phase five I will try to remember to link them all but I will at least only I will 
at least like whatever I most recently discussed before this um, one, which why do I feel like it was Guardians? But this this phase has not been without its missteps overall, generally. Like I'm not one of those people who's just like gunko MCU, they can do no wrong. No. I voice when I think that there are issues and there have been issues. Secret Invasion is one of those ones where I'm not going to rag on it. Like everyone else would be like, this may be the downfall of the MCU. I don't think that it is. I just don't think that I understand what or why. the. I guess why and what this is setting up for us in the MCU uh, we're Secret Invasion is featured heavily around um, Nick Fury, who's played by Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson has been in the MCU uh, since the beginning as our Nick Fury. He's still kind of like a constant, and I'm not sure if we're setting it up for him to kind of start to step out of or away from. And he, I, I feel like I see interviews sometimes of Samuel L. Jackson, who's just like he's going to keep working because he can um kind of a feeling that I tend to get from a lot of his um answers around like why did why does he do the type of films that he does uh but when we think about overall like what does a Nick Fury look like in this new world I think they tried to give us an idea of that but then I also question is if they're trying to pull him out of being like that main face that we always see like we know he's going to be in in uh, the Marvels because it just makes sense for him to be in that based around him being featured in Captain Marvel and playing an integral role in that. Um, but as far as like everything else, there have been some where we haven't really seen Nick Fury as like the initial meeting point for a new hero that's introduced. So one of the things that people are, are like, oh, we need some, I've seen this in some places where they're like, oh, Nick Fury needs his own movie, which I think Captain Marvel, again, even though that was more so about uh, Captain Marvel, uh, it still kind of gave us a little bit of an origin story around Nick Fury. And so I don't know that we were really, at least I wasn't personally looking for like a Nick Fury standalone anything. And so that's where I get in. I didn't say this warning because I say this in every single MCU thing that I talk about. I am not the comic book expert. I do not read the comics. I can count literally on one hand how many comics that I've read in my life. I I purely watch the movies and the TV shows. Like that is the viewpoint that I'm coming from. That is what I'm speaking on. Sometimes I will Google things to, if I'm curious to be like, oh, what's the story behind that? But overall, I am purely coming from a TV movie viewpoint, not the comics. So I am just not like, yeah, we get to learn more about the scrolls and it's kind of a little bit of bait and switch for us because a lot of it is, especially in the beginning, before we get to the end, we're to think that a lot of these key characters um, have not been themselves like a roadie uh being body snatched and there's been a scroll that has been acting in his place um so there was a little bit of confusion of that and I think I was seeing something because there was some back and forth around on online around when Rhodey potentially 
changed and I believe it was after people are saying like, oh, it was after Civil War or one of them because they were speaking about how he no longer seemed to be injured or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. You all are better at finding those things out than I am. Um, but when we initially were introduced to um, Rhodey as a scroll, I felt some type of way because I was like, wait a minute, have I been lied to for like 10 years about Rhodey but, or about some of these characters? But as the season played, I was like, oh, okay, no, they had to have come in um, recently or no, they were saying that it happened after Endgame, not um, Civil War. It happened after Endgame or not Endgame. Oh my gosh. What's the one before Endgame? Infinity War. <laughs> It was still war in it. That's why it's getting tripped up. Um, but after, because they kept saying in this, and a lot of the uh, conflict in this was between, or was driven by, what was his name? Pagan? Why do I want to say? No, Gravik. Who's Pagan? No, Pagan is the one who is like the sidekick. But <laughs> Gravik. Uh, driven by graphic because they were promised like that they that Fury was going to help them get their world back but clearly this is like all the way back in the 90s and or yeah the 90s and then clearly that hasn't happened like they're still here and so he and then they feel like Fury abandoned them because when he came the blip happened he was caught up in a blip he disappeared and then he came back uh when everyone came back and he really couldn't a lot of this was also dealing with like Fury not like coming to terms with like everything that happened to him with the blip on like being blipped and then dealing with the aftermath of coming back from the blip which is, has been a lot of what Phase 5 has been is a lot of people dealing with um, the impact of the blip um, but he essentially leaves and goes to space and so they feel abandoned and that's when Gravik is able to pretty much build an uprising and this is when we're saying that Rhodey and all the people who we thought were the people who we thought that they were, were um, snatched and then replaced by scrolls um, acting as them. All that to say, <laughs> great. Service level, great. Okay, fine. But then when we start to like dig into Gravik and his motivation of that, you all know like you gotta give me a really good, a really for the for the villain or antagonist. Like I'm gonna need a really, really, really good. Like why for why they're doing what they're doing? Granted, okay, you felt abandoned by Fury, and you and you felt like he was supposed to help you all get back to your world or find a world for you all to be, and then he just left and you just feel stuck. Fine. Fine, fine, fine. But when we start to be like, let's just kill all humanity <laughs> and take over their world, <laughs> then is then to me it's like, okay, have we not done any self-reflection over the years? Isn't this how you ended up, or your where like your um, group ended up where you are because someone decided to wipe out your planet? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I struggle with those types of like motivation where it's just like, oh, I want to steal your world. So we're just going to wipe it out. And then clearly whatever he was injecting into his body was just making him 
that much more unstable. And then the fact that they were after, first of all, the fact that they've been collecting blood from all the battle scenes and then Fury, granted, he was keeping it like secured in a, a secure location, but had been saving it. Just, just knowing all the things that we've been through, that there is a high probability that someone is going to try to come after that that serum and try to use it for themselves, which is what Gravik essentially wanted to do. And so he was able to inject himself after injecting himself with the the faux serum so many times that he just was look out here looking wild. And then we're introduced to Gaia, who like duh, the way she's being built up. She's going to be the one who's essentially going to fight um, Gravik at the end. But then she also is the one who ends up getting the serum as well. She doesn't come out looking as jacked up as Gravik does. Like She still looks pretty normal um, with the superpowers because she only took one of the foe. And this was like a very, very late later version of the foe serum that they were working on. But like, I don't know. I don't know. And it was just, it was slow. Not slow, but like, it was a, a pretty big build to get to what, or not a big build. It was a, a pretty slow build to get to what we ultimately got to. And then we spent so much of it again, because Fury is dealing with all of his like emotions and, be, and things after the blip going into space and then being called back and then coming to the realization like that everything that's happening now in the in the current time with the scrolls is because they blame you for not doing your so like that's just a lot of emotions that he has to deal with but then it was just like i guess i don't know i don't know i don't know it was just it was still the question that i'm always constantly asking myself while watching this season or series of television is just like okay but why okay but like why should we care like what are you what are you telling me to set and maybe it's just the expectation is too high is that what it is is, is the expectation too high because we've been given so much <laughs> that we're always anticipating like what is it setting up because essentially what did this set does this really set up anything I think kind of maybe no because I'm looking at episode six so they can just cycle through all the adventure powers oh, how long is a long time Ritson has called for war against the scrolls and told Fury to get off his planet so like that's kind of where we end things so Fury is like literally leaving the planet at the end And then um, Rava is going with Fury to the, to have peace talks with the Kree so that the, because um, I believe the conflict is between Scrolls and the Kree. So they have peace talks so that the Scrolls can have somewhere to go or there can be peace. I mean, but like, how does, what does this, all the scroll stuff, I'm not sure how that fits in the wider picture of things based on where we're going. Where we end with Gaia and Soya, Sonya teaming up uh, because Sonya is an MI6 agent and now she's kind of like building up her own team and she teams up with Gaia because Gaia has all of these superpowers that she can just cycle through. <laughs> like literally cycle through any of the Avengers powers, which is wild. 
so they're teaming up together to uh, take out or find um, scrolls. So I don't know. I don't know. It just, and, and it's not, because now I'm going back to my um, thought or my comment when I said maybe the expectation is too high, but then I'm, I'm, I want to challenge that because I don't think the expectation, at least for this show, was so high because when I heard about Secret Invasion, I was like, okay. And a lot of the MCU things, I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I'm just waiting for it to come. So it's not really like a high expectation. And I did go into this not really knowing what we were going to get. So I wouldn't say it's a high, maybe we have a high expectation. It's just that in the grand scheme of things, this is just not, not memorable. Oh my gosh, there we go. It is not memorable. <laughs> <laughs> like when I line it up against everything, it's not memorable. And that kind of ties into one of the other um, article headlines that I saw around Secret Invasion um, was that with the Disney Plus shows that maybe potentially there's a little bit of bloating happening with the MCU that maybe they put too many eggs in the basket when it comes to... Uh, the Disney Plus shows, but I don't think so because I've talked, I talked about this earlier on with the Disney Plus shows. They don't drop that many in a year. Now, granted, they may be, have increased it a little bit, but initially it was like two shows a year, two, maybe three, very rarely three, but this year so far, what have we had? We had... What did we get this year? Outside of Secret Invasion. We, I know we have Loki coming up uh, in a couple, in a, a little over a month. Uh, did we get anything the earlier part of this year? I honestly cannot remember. But you know, who would remember is that I have <laughs> all of my episodes saved. So that will tell me potentially what we could have got oh not no night agent yes was that the last thing that we got this year Guys, galaxy and that was back in april and i don't think there was anything before that but i could be wrong i just can't see before april um what i have so yeah so like that's like three at least this year so it's a little bit more um, and then as far as movies, we had a game, Game of Thrones. My gosh, Eva, what are you thinking about? <laughs> we had Guardians of the Galaxy. Actually, I pulled up the Phase 5, uh, show or image for a reason because I wanted to be able to reference it here. But this actually doesn't help me because it just talks about Phase 5, which spans multiple years. <laughs> Well, let's see. So you guys are going to have to bury me because I'm about to go through it. Um, okay. We had Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was February. That was the first movie. We had Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, okay, okay. Secret Invasion. Wait, is Night Agent not included in this? Maybe not. We have Secret Invasion, which we are talking about right now. 
then Loki, which is coming up in October. And then the Marvels, which is November, and I believe that wraps up the year. For actually, no, we, we're getting Echo. Okay, yeah, we are getting a little bit of a lot <laughs> this year on the Disney Plus side. So we're getting Echo this year. And then going in 2024, which I don't see confirmed dates, but we have Iron Heart, which I believe is a show, will be a Disney Plus show. Yes. What if season two, which I didn't talk about on the podcast, but I did watch season one and I don't really count it, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Then Deadpool, which is now in the MCU, which that'll be interesting. That's next year. Uh, Deadpool 3, you all are probably like, we already know all this stuff, Eva. Daredevil Born Again, which I'm actually really excited about because if you are an OG, 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 OG listener, then you know I loved me some Daredevil and I talked about it all the time on the podcast. Um, and then Captain America Brave New World. Is it July of next year? Is that for real? That seems pretty quick. But I mean, I guess time is going fast. I told you all, you don't have to bury me because I'm going through this life. <laughs> Agatha Harkness, Coven of Chaos. Yeah, that's a lot. There is a lot happening. And within next year specifically, then Thunderbolts in December of next year. And then we go on to 2025, which I'm not going to get to. Um, but that's still, I guess that's still phase five. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of content, so I don't know. I'm still optimistic. I've been very optimistic optimistic about Phase 5. Uh, I've talked about this in multiple, um, for multiple things before this one, where I was just like, I think it was Phase 4 going into Phase 5, which I was like, yeah, now that, now that I'm remembering where we are. Phase 4 going into Phase 5, it's been like, they're trying to figure it out but I feel like by now they should have it figured out I mean in the grand scheme of things I'm sure as always everything ties together it's just when you're in the midst of it you're just kind of like I don't know I don't know what's going on so secret invasion overall it was just like it wasn't very memorable when I look back on everything that came out in phase five or if I just, if even if I just think about everything that came out on Disney Plus, like this would not be top of mind for me. And I will just leave it at, at that. Although we did very early on, I think that was episode one. Uh, yeah, episode one, we did ha see Maria Hill die, which was just like right out the gate was like, oh, okay, we're killing somebody <laughs> again. Like we haven't lost enough people. Um, so yeah. That's all I have. I told you all, it was going to be short. It was going to be a short one. We talked about kind of high level thoughts of Secret Invasion. Um, definitely don't think we're getting another season. I mean, like most of these, we don't get new, another season. They're all really um, one season shows outside of Loki, um, which we are getting in October, like I said. Uh, so we talked high level Secret Invasion. We talked a little bit about what's coming up. I'm excited about the Marvels. I may be in the minority here, but I am excited. I I think it'll be interesting just based off the trailers. And I don't like to watch trailers. You all know that. But I did like, um, oh my gosh, what is, what is the girls? Miss Marvel. I did like Miss Marvel. 
and I thought that, that was a fun like very teeny type show you all know I love my my young adult shows <laughs> so I did enjoy that and it would be interesting to see how that character fits in with the very very serious grown adults <laughs> that she will be tagging along with so I don't know I'm excited about that one um but yeah and I'm also a little bit excited about Loki because I just Loki is one of those ones where I'm like okay how what's gonna happen what new things are you gonna tell us I try I feel like they try to go deep um with Loki season one give us like a new lens on who he is or him as a character where it's like literally only focused on him and it worked and that's why we're getting a, another season was it initially planned to be more than one season I don't think so but we'll see what we get um in October but yeah that's all I have really um, I want to know what you all thought about Secret Invasion. Let me know all the things. Let me know what you're looking forward to, um, that's dropping in the MCU this year and even next year. Let me know and I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Benji on Instagram and at Currently Benji on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.